You're listening to the Jay Bird Watching Podcast, the official podcast of jaysjournal.com and fansided.com, where we discuss all things Toronto Blue Jays baseball. We'll talk about news, rumors, and game recaps. So whether you're a diehard fan or just getting started with the team, this is the podcast for you. Here's your host, Craig Borden, with co-hosts Jason Lyons and me, Ken Alfred. You're listening to the Jay Bird Watching Podcast. Good evening, Blue Jays fans. Yes, I made it back to my office here south of the border after my wonderful visit to Toronto, Canada to watch a sweep yesterday evening or yesterday afternoon up in the Rogers Center. It was a wonderful day for me to be up in the city and had a great time with a bunch of other podcasting fun with the walk-off podcast and the Locked On Jays podcast. But I'll get to some of those details in just a little bit. Jason, my co-host, how are we doing this evening? Well, I'm not going to lie to you, buddy. I feel like I'm a little underdressed. Uh, if not underdressed, at least underseasoned. Uh, great. I mean, you know, amazing, uh, amazing week in Jays baseball. Uh, everything's getting fired up here with kids going back to school and and uh, more of the heavy duty all star baseball the kids are playing. So lots of fun times, not a lot of free time, but yeah, you know, that's how we go. And as you had mentioned, we have two prestigious. Uh, guest this evening as we have these two gentlemen with us on the lower half of the screen we have the looney dog kings what what's going on ryan and jody thank you for having us craig we uh, we appreciate it uh, uh always looking for another reason to put on the suits <laughs> there it is i'm wondering do, we didn't we get, get anything going for the night but we could have had a ticker and we could have all started trying to eat hot dogs i feel like i missed an opportunity here it's you know they're wrapping up summer i could have gotten the grill out one more time <laughs> i don't know so. i don't i don't want to make i didn't want to make anybody feel bad i mean i just out of hot dogs being in front of me yesterday the baseball thing ate six so i wouldn't want to put anybody to shame so let's just keep the lore of the hot dog kings flowing and and mm. not Crush dogs. We are, we are full of shame. Don't worry, Jason. The shame, <laughs> we're okay. Uh, that is, you know, there's, you can't, like, look at us, right? We started this as a, as a, I'll, I'll give you some background, Craig. We, we started this as a, it started as a, a joke, a dad joke that, that has gone horribly wrong, I think, at this point. Um, Ryan has often had a season ticket hold a season ticket holder for uh, those opening packages where they have um, you know a couple of months you get all the games home games. Uh, he could use the weekends. I was using the weekdays. Uh, I ended up at a lot of Tuesday games. My wife not finding that very good when I'm eating all these hot dogs and she's healthy and it's just not uh, not great. So uh, we try to kick off the end of uh, the, the season ticket package that he had in May. And, and he says, uh, why don't we just do one night? We'll go out. We'll eat a ridiculous number of hot dogs. So we go out. We have that. We have seven, Jason, seven. We go Solid. back. Uh, you know, we're, we're telling our friends about this. And they're like, that seven, that's not enough. That's not enough hot dogs. Like, that doesn't seem like that many. And we're like, you didn't do it. You, you don't know. It is, it is a horrible number. Yeah. So fast forward now, you get to the end of the August. So this is last season. Uh, get to get to the end of August. Cubs are coming into town. Uh, my kids are planning to take group people uh, visiting from the UK to the game. I like the Cubs. They're my National League team. And uh, and it's a Tuesday night. I'm like, hey, more hot dogs. Uh, and my kids say, Dad, please, you're not invited. And I'm like, well, you're going to need a ride there. You're going to need a ride home. Yeah, come on. You know, I'll come along. So I write to Ryan. I say, Ryan, how about one more kick at the can here? We're going to get, you know, Ridiculous number of hot dogs. I may have ordered a pair of these. And I sent him a picture of these suits. And he's like, if you've got the suits, I'm in. Yeah. So that should be that should, 
That's exactly the right answer, Ryan. 100 percent of the time. Exactly. Amen. <laughs> so so uh so we get to the game, put on the suits. If we think to ourselves, all right, no, it'll be funny, is like we'll get on the jumbotron at some point. My kids up in the 500 level will see it. They'll be like, Is that is that our dad? Oh. And that would be that would be the joke, right? <laughs> so instead, uh fourth inning, uh, we end up in the broadcast. Now, we'd been there an hour and a half before the game, eating our hot dogs out on the WestJet flight deck and having a, a, a fun old time. And uh, we got to about 20 hot dogs at that point. We were, you know, Ryan was at 12. I was at eight. We're like, okay, we're, we're about done. And all of a sudden, our phones are blowing up saying, they're talking about you on the on the broadcast. And Buck and Dan are, are, are seeing we had a little uh, wrapper hanging over the fence uh, uh, there where we were keeping a, a, a tally sheet of how many we'd been counting. And... Uh, and they come on, and Buck's like, "Are we to believe these guys have eaten twenty hot dogs by the fourth inning?" And, and uh, so, so we're like, "Yeah, we, we have, but but now we can't not eat anymore for the rest of the game because they're going to think we just made it up." So, so we pushed ourselves and got through it, and, and in the end, we uh, ate thirty hot dogs. Ryan, oh the champion, at eighteen, Jason, eighteen. Oh, That's so awesome. And I'm then I say this, Ryan. Uh, I'm. I'm not sure awesome is the correct word there, Jason. That is a lot of tubular meat, my friend. Then, you know, it was a perfect news cycle. It was a quiet game. There wasn't a lot happening. We got on there. We we started making out of the sports packages in the morning. I kept getting messages from people saying, hey, we saw you in the CH News, and we saw you on this. And uh, and then we got called by a blog TO or an email asking if they could do an article about it. We're like, sure, figuring this is the end of it. Okay, great. 15 minutes. This is a lot of fun. Uh, time to retire these things. And and uh, and a few days later, we, we actually got um, a, a, a message from some uh, a group of season ticket holders. And they wanted to do a, sort of a fundraiser where if you guys, they wanted us to wear the suits again, count how many hot dogs we're doing, and they were going to contribute towards uh, their own sort of fund for underprivileged kids to take them to a game. So they said, you know, for and, and any of the ticket holders that are in the group, they could say $1, $3, whatever they wanted towards however many hot dogs we ate. So uh, so we're like, well, if all we have to do is eat the hot dogs, we're in. So they, uh, they, they uh, comped us a couple of tickets. We put on the suits. We went. In fact, they gave us each two tickets, Ryan. You remember? So I went. I never thought my first buy again purchase on uh on amazon was going to be hot dog suits but that's that's what it was so we buy four so did they give you the extra tickets so you had somebody to help you get out of the arena after the uh, game oh, where they you know, ever eaten too many hot dogs and it's like yeah. oh yeah well, that's <laughs> why they got the ramps you just roll down yeah that's right that's a nice perk <laughs> so yes yeah, so then we ended up with with uh with three guys in a, in a mustard suit and, you know and uh, we tried that out uh, uh did it again uh we ended up raising enough for uh uh, 45 kids to go to uh, a game. They got like uh, a, a food coupon and a, I think a piece of merch as well. Like they had some connections with the team that they they hooked them all up. Great, great little thing. We were just, again, that was so much fun. Probably the end of it. And they're like, "Well, thank you for doing this. Can we give you each a set of tickets again?" And and so of the four of us, they gave us each another pair of tickets. So now we have eight. So now we're up to like six, seven hot dogs showing up. You know, it was just a, a piece. Uh, and, and, uh, that game, um, correct me if I'm wrong, Rain. That was the Aaron judge home run game walk off when he was, when he was was going for the record, he didn't hit it in that game. Right. It was, he was going for it on the Tuesday. I think he, anyway, so the, the flight deck is packed. 
the uh, uh, they're they're limiting how many people could come in and out of it, and uh, and we're all there. We're waiting for the seventh inning stretch, and uh, the uh, the fellows that do the jumbotron stuff are hanging out, and uh, I hear the producer say, you know, we uh, the J Force is is caught on the concourse; they can't get down. And I looked at him. I said, dude, we got you. <laughs> I said, guys, spread out, spread out. We all and so we started leading the seventh inning stretch from the West Jet flight deck where the poorly crew should have been leaving. Oh, very so. poorly, which again then ended up on the broadcast with, with Buck giving us great inspiration. Just come on, boys, get in sync. And we're just uh, Do it. Uh, <laughs> so, and then again, we thought that would be the end of it. Yeah. So did you end up leading like the okay Blue Jays chant and you're just kind of going like this the whole time? <laughs> oh, no, no. We had the row. We got, we were getting it down. We were, yeah, we, yeah, we perfect. We weren't in sync, but it wasn't like we. No, we didn't know what we were doing. Never mind. No. Yeah. <laughs> we're watching people from across the dome. Yeah, we're we're trying to watch the J Force down doing? on the field from the flight deck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was trying to find the ridiculous amount of hot dogs that the uh, had been eaten at the Rogers Center this year, and I'm oh. just assuming you guys put in a little small fraction of the dent on there. Uh, right. Apparently, we're back in July was it. the record night. Of seventy five thousand one hundred and seventy three, <laughs> so um, I find that crazy. And to that point, I would have aptly joined in that conversation if I was there contributing to that. Um, I don't know how you guys are familiar with the Buffalo culture and Rochester, New York culture, but we have this thing here called the garbage plate, which is oh, a meat. More. It's a meat all over a bed of home fries and mac salad. And usually this guy buys red hots just like I did this afternoon when I was open. So um not eating a lot of hot dogs when that, but it comes with two full hot dogs just thrown on the top of that stuff. And if you guys are ever south of the border, I'm more than happy to show you and treat. Uh, <laughs> so there we go. But that on that note. <laughs> It, you will not be walking after it. There, and the reason it's called a garbage plate is it looks like a pile of just whatever the hell you think of. It's clearly some drunken asshole's concoction, <laughs> and it just tastes phenomenal. But that's the the local Rochester food. Um, just like Buffalo has their chicken wings, we have our garbage plates here. And that's the minor league baseball team here in town. Um, all the all the I-90 um triple a baseball teams do what they basically do a food culture night basically and they wear different uniforms buffalo obviously is chicken wings um yeah. the syracuse chiefs are like salt potatoes and <laughs> things like that um and, and then the rochester red wings are the rochester plates and it just looks like this really weird like hot dog and mustard layered like item on a jersey it's really amusing <laughs> so but i i had to share that culture part with you too knowing your guys love a hot dog so oh there you go <laughs> that's that's fantastic yeah. Yep. And I gotta say, so, Craig, I am glad you didn't bring hot dogs into tonight because we've got a loony dog night tomorrow night. Yeah, so you, you don't need to have any yet. I gotta, gotta be hungry. Like, stay hungry. Shape. Yeah. So I guess now it's is this like one of those things like your Joey Chestnut where you uh prep for weeks and don't eat anything but like you know, you know, bread and water or anything it's more, like that. It's more the opposite. It, it's more the uh uh we we just we we dial it down the day after uh, uh, Looney Dog Night. Makes and then sense. you sort of, uh, you know, try to recover. It's like the diet starts on a Wednesday and you start, uh, you know, trying to flush out the nitrates and get yourself back mm -hmm. to some sort of healthy uh, feeling after a couple of days. And 
uh, and then uh, then we're geared back up. Uh, it, it's funny you say that we, we we were talking with Joey Chestnut. It's very different. Like we are not in this to be like competitive eaters or anything. We're just literally just eating hot dogs, and uh, we've we've uh, we've come really up for a good some... cause though at some points. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and we we do it uh, uh, out, of, out of fun. It's it's probably killing us a little bit every week, but uh, we'll uh, we'll take it. Uh, but hey. yeah, that's been a lot of fun. Yeah, just remember the season is almost over. I think tomorrow is your last Looney Dog night, unless second we all of a sudden have one for a playoff push, right? Yeah, we got second, two left. So. Two left. Oh, that's right. This is the October game, right? Yeah. So we're looking forward to so, them both. Uh, yep. It's it's flown by. You know, Craig. You oh, know that's what we right. Yeah, I was looking at the schedule. Ron's the Yankees. I, I, I see something coming in the ether here. I, I feel like that we can't do it tomorrow, but I think the next one maybe we do a special cast. And we just get a stack of dogs and just see if we can keep up even, you know, like just, just see if we can just obliterate ourselves, just get the hot dog hallucinations. And, you know, I'll give you, I'll give you the tip here, Jason, what, what it is. I, uh, uh, Ryan will get more talking in later. He talks baseball. I talk eating. Um, <laughs> but so hot dog number seven is the linchpin. That's the one, that's the pivot point. If you, if you can get through seven, everything else just becomes mechanical, but getting yeah. to number seven, that's the one you got to push yourself. got to push through that one. Uh, that's the first wall. That would be the next question. 12, 12, well, about 12. I think they, I think it, I think it reciprocally gets smaller, but, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, See, Jody says this all the time to people, and it makes me hate myself every time he says it because I don't hit that wall until nine or ten. <laughs> like, that's not good that I'm getting to nine or ten before I hit that wall. Just so does that mean the last over couple that the, the windows closer together there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The walls every one after nine instead of there's a little break where you get back in the swing of it. Oh no, I can do two or three after that. And then it's like, okay, now I'm done. Yeah. 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 Once you get past that, you can usually get a few more in, but yeah, you're, you're right, Ryan. It's about, about three, maybe four after you hit the wall and you're like, I, I really need to be done, but uh, yeah. we keep them coming. That's so so this go. season we've been actually, so we got invited by, uh, by uh, um, the in-game uh, Blue Jay uh, uh, promo group there. I don't know what their official title is. That's, they probably have something. I apologize, Kelly, if I got it wrong. In-game activations team. In the, yeah, so so they they invite us and uh, and and uh, they reserve us a little spot on the uh, Schneider's porch uh, to uh, to uh, participate in the uh, jumbotron. We, we we meet in with the uh, in stadium hosts. They do a check in on the overall count. They check in with us on how we're doing, and uh, and so it's been a a lot of fun doing that. But now it's it, to to your point here. It's we know we have to eat hot dogs at least through the sixth inning. There's no resting at this point. It's you got to kind of keep uh, the, the going with the pace here. Whereas when we're just on our own, it's get as many in before the game. So you can just kind of relax and watch the game. Do you guys have to be like deadly quiet? If you're going to go to another, like just a regular Jays game and you don't want to jam meat weasels and you to meet, meat whistles in your face all day. Like well, has the camera ever found you and you've been like, damn it. I think they know it's me. No, I've, I've been to a few games and, and here here's the other thing um is is they were they were kind enough to give us jerseys at the start of the year um I never thought I would ever own a jersey that has hot dog on the back of it hot dog I, number one I am so thrilled that I do but I'll wear that one <laughs> and so sometimes people will see but usually it's just you know I get to just enjoy the game and and relax. Well, Some we of the staff to, there have started to recognize us, but that's about it. 
Yeah, we went to we went to yeah beard glasses. As long as you take off the hot dog suit, we could be anybody. Craig, you could be one of us. You know, just uh, be fine. Like Clark Kent, uh, Bruce Wayne, right? <laughs> we went to we were at uh, one of the playoffs games, and 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 jokingly we wore the the suits. And, uh, and but we it was I think it was an afternoon game or however I, I had a subway sub in my bag and I like half of it left over. And we get there early. We got to the spot, and I'm like, I can't I can't suit up. I. I, I feel like I'll be off brand if I'm eating a sandwich with this. Like I just I can't I can't do it. So I had to kind of hide and and sneak a sandwich in. You literally inconspicuously like behind your arm while you're just so you know, I often hide and eat sandwiches. So don't feel yeah. weird. Yeah. No, I'm not saying I don't do that at home too. I'm just saying I guess uh well and, and like let's be honest, like Looney Dog Night is the cheapest dinner in Toronto. Uh, bar none, right? So you, you know, you're at a playoff game. You brought your own sandwich. That's one of the great things the Rogers Center allows is for you to bring your own food in. Uh, yeah, that that was uh, different. But I think we still ended up having a foot long that night. Anyway, it's like yeah, we each did a foot long. <laughs> Spent as much as we would on that as we would on a night of Looney Dogs. Yeah, <laughs> and you had about and about not even a third of the amount of meat you would ever have had because there's you know Subway's a meatless sub shop. That's right. You know, yeah. you get that little thin like yeah. I used to work there in high school. I know I get it. <laughs> <laughs> and I quit the day they brought the toaster in because I'm like, yep, nope, I'm good. Done. Oh. Walking out. <laughs> Why do they complicate these things so much? You know, See, I, mean, hey, I thought Craig had the like it was my job. <laughs> I thought Craig had the inside scoop there because I think it was actually a veggie patty sub that you brought that. Yeah, it was. I was trying to be healthy. Nope, didn't. Nope, I didn't know that part. But to that point, you know, like I said, just being the guy that worked at Subway as a sub artiste for uh, my high school year. Um, Yeah, and let's just say I met Jared a million years ago and I knew that guy was going to be creepy. I didn't know why or how, but I was right. Had a feeling. Had a feeling, but um, the meatless sub shop is what it is at that point. But um, that one that's another thing we're spoiled with down here in the U.S. is I'm uh, here in Rochester. We have you know New York style subs, some Marines. You know yeah. they're yeah. about that you know this thick of meat, <laughs> and then you just pour lettuce and onions and tomatoes and all that but stuff. I think that's I think that's been the pivot lately. Is is the like I mean you go to Subway and you know it's a thirteen or fourteen dollar sandwich and. I think good sandwich shops have realized, hey, we can we can really hammer people and go to sixteen bucks and really, you know, make it worth it to have a you know about six hundred grams of meat on your sandwich. But uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I tell you, I see you don't you don't end up as a fifty year old man in a hot dog suit without at some point uh, uh, being a, a foodie of of the horrible kinds. Like yep. I, I spent years at work, drunken night uh, level. <laughs> oh, just just. It was lunches. It was always lunches. It was always trying to find what's the best value for your dollar. And out, uh, I, I was out working in Hamilton at the time, and there used to be this convenience store that had a, a little sign on the window that just said "lunch one dollar," and I had to check it out. And it was uh, like a, a ground meat on a flat bread with a bit of spice, a little uh, a little oil on it. They'd fire it in uh, the oven, uh, and they'd give it to you: meat sandwich, one dollar. Cheese was a buck twenty-five. I figure it's because they <laughs> use cheese. Right. Like it's, I don't, I have no, I have no, I have no reason to believe it was real meat, but I, I would spend more money on a- antacids after the lunch. Than I did <laughs> the lunch. So the next sponsorship's coming from Tums. You're going to dress up yeah. like a big <laughs> yeah. bottle of uh, antacids and go from there. Oh, 
Look that so, up, Ryan. If well, they have yeah, that, we're on trying Amazon. to get you another pitch because we just yeah. totally ruled off Subway for you on a sponsorship with that last comment and whatnot. So I figured we had to at least help you work on the next part. <laughs> so, <laughs> Schneider's has been very good. Many, so, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> so how many Schneider's hot dogs is the record? Then would be the question for your, your for your collective. Well, Ryan is a data nerd uh, and uh, and an analytics guy, so I think he knows where I'm going. Quick, we actually have we actually have spreadsheets. So, Ryan, do you have it available? What, what I, I have the it? spreadsheet up currently. Yes. Okay. So, so what are what? How many hot dogs are we at? Looney dogs are we at so far uh, this season? So this season, Jody's at 84, and I'm at 112. Yeah. So nice. Awesome. <laughs> now. In my defense, so I had Joss surgery in February, then? so I'm uh, I'm still recovering from jaw surgery. Um, Average per game, things. Jody nine point three, me twelve and a half. Jeez, that's awesome. Dog, dog, so basically, twenty one hot dogs a game then. <laughs> yep. yep, on average. So just me being the other stats nerd in the room, that's seven hundred ninety eight grams of hot dogs. You guys average per game. <laughs> I and don't nice. like that math. <laughs> but what do we got? What do we got? Career. Dan? I looked what's, what's... up because I'm this kind of a nerd. Well, how much the average Schneider hot dog weighs? And they said 38 grams. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, and yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I'm sorry. I, it says 28. <laughs> oh, 20. So I, I. Oh, I feel so much healthier. So, Thanks, Craig. Yeah, Absolutely. Know, yeah, right? 10, man. That just wasn't <laughs> fair, Craig. Might as well be back six minutes That's, of my that life. the difference, right? you got one more season in you before retirement then is what i heard instead of just uh... (laughs) well yeah because i mean career-wise jody's looking at 126 and i'm at 167 right now and that's that's 200 before the end of the season season. i am not doing 33 hot dogs in the next two nights <laughs> now with that Craig. attitude, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> Amen, Craig. Amen. I think that suit says something different. Yeah. Now I feel like I have to hit 16 tomorrow night. Oh, that's a big ass. Yeah. Dude, so as I'm here, he's he's like him do some extra. It's gonna be like have a Rocky man uh, montage here before he yeah. goes. Then he's gonna be weightlifting, but it's gonna be him just sitting here with a bun going like this. And... <laughs> Good stuff. Oh, so. So that's the is story. there anything else on your guys' story you would like to throw in here before we actually get to the game that is going on currently at zero to zero and actually talk some more of this Blue Jays baseball fun? Uh, no, we, we 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 love it. We we love having people stop by. We uh, we get it. Uh, we're 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 just a couple of guys doing this for fun. We're not paid for by the Blue Jays. We're not sponsored by Schneiders. We literally just do this out of our own. Uh, our own fun as fans. Uh, we just love seeing the smiles on people. You, you, we walk through Union Station wearing this on the way to you. When you see two six foot hot dogs turn the corner, you know, it catches an eye and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the smiles it brings and, and people stop. Uh, you know, it's it's fun to be part of uh, this organic sort of growth of what's become Looney Dog Night at, at the, the game. And uh, and really, I want to give kudos to the Jays and, and their promo team for uh uh, recognizing just uh, us as fans like again not we didn't we weren't chasing this we weren't trying to insert ourselves into anything uh and uh but they've they've opened up uh the opportunities for us to come out and now we get to hang out with guys like you and uh it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun it's uh it's been amazing really absolutely awesome. we've met so many great people um like tons of other jays fans who will just pop by you know interact on on twitter sorry x 
um, not Twitter. Um, <laughs> um, but I will say that there is one little story. I'll, I'll take about 30 seconds. And I wish I knew what was said. Uh, the first night we did it, Jody, if you'll remember this, we're walking back to Union. And as we're getting into Union, there's a mother with like three kids. And the kids keep looking back at us, of course. And I, I wish I had have asked what was said because she said something to her children, then turned to me and said, sorry, no offense. <laughs> and my thought is, I'm a six foot four, 40 year old man in a hot dog suit. What could you have said that you would think would offend me? Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. There's so much work with there, especially with just levels of comedy. You could do whatever the hell you damn want. You could go like I was going with the one subway comment I made, or you could go all the way up to wow. look at this jackass, right? Okay, so one last thing. So you forget the practicalities of this. Like, it's like you wear this, it's hot, you're sweaty. You know, I, I remember the first time I had to use the men's room at the game. Never thought actually about that until you're walking in. And as you're literally walking in, you realize you're you're a six foot hot dog going in the men's room. And I just walked in couple of guys looked up and you just went, look, guys, no wiener jokes. Right? Just no <laughs> wiener jokes. That was it. So did my stuff, washed my hands, and a uh, guy walks by and just whispers, nice buns. Yeah. And I went, oh, there you go. Okay, you win. Yeah. You win. That was you good. Win. You win the internet. Hey, as long as you left the, left the bathroom and you didn't play with your food, you're all set. <laughs> <laughs> That's so. good. Well, we've hit a new low. What we talk yep. about next there we week? go. <laughs> so on that note just to summarize all the fun that you guys have had and um honestly a lot that's the reason i actually started this podcast i wanted to start interacting with more blue jays fans as a writer at the time i was with jaysjournal.com and i didn't feel like i was really getting the interaction level that i wanted out of it so we started moving into this thing that was the game cast originally with jay bird watching and the whole idea was if you didn't want to listen to buck and tabby one night you could listen to us one night a month you know it was kind of how it started and then moved into this natural progression of being a podcast once a week and now we're even being bugged even doing it more than once a week but there's only so much time in a day as i'm sure you two are more than aware of and i quote the one of the, my favorite baseball movies of all time with kevin costner it's all about for love of the game right <laughs> so, yeah absolutely good deal oh, that's a terrible call <laughs> oh sorry um jason do you Bassett. want to fill us in now i guess yeah, because now you're like you know just <laughs> so that uh the rangers had got runners on second and third and whoever was on third was leading way off because they're playing third baseman off and bassett took off off the mound he stepped off the rubber and chased him back and they're calling him for a balk and i can't figure out why it's a balk I can't. I just saw that replay here on my phone because it's the only thing I don't have that's a screen here, and I don't really quite understand yeah, that too. That looks like a step off to me and a run, but yeah, it um, might have been a second check. Is, but, well, it's probably because the baseball gods were shining on us so highly yesterday, which we're going to get plenty into here. That um, they, we were due for a slap, apparently. Um, so let's talk the leak that was and what we have been talking with with the blue jays which has been a trending up situation over the last few weeks the blue jays for the current dip in quote unquote 
competitive people to play over the last few weeks. The Blue Jays went 10 and 5 over that 15 game stretch. They're 8 and 2 and they just finished off uh, the uh, Kansas City Royals with a three game sweep. That was a very fun weird ending to that whole series yesterday, so we're going to talk plenty on that. But let's go back just about this time last week. Let's talk Oakland A's in wrapping up that road trip before we got to come back home and um I got a funny tidbit that I got from Jay Jackson yesterday at the uh, walk-off podcast event that I wanted to share with everybody here. Is it's too funny? And uh, but just we did what we needed to, but we still ended up coughing one up against the Oakland A's because apparently that's just the way the baseball world works. But the offense was finally clicking: a six to five win, a seven to one win, a two to five loss. Unfortunately, but like I said, things were going in the right direction. Ryan, I'm going to let you kick that conversation off with how it was last week against the Oakland A's. See, that's where uh, so I know it seems like a while ago with what happened yesterday. I'm, I'm literally pulling the box scores up just so I can refresh my memory on it. But well, just but, overall, no, it doesn't I, need to be deep dive stuff. I'm, I'm definitely, you know, I'm on the optimistic side, but I got to say, you know, it, it, it was good to see you know that six to five the the seven to one um six to five was frustrating um, you know let it, letting them crawl back in uh but but seven to one i mean that that's what you have to see against a team like oakland right you you've got to get out there you've got to get your your bats going you've got to do something and beat up on those little teams. You know, people talk about, oh, you know, they're a scrappy team. They're winning the games. You know, they're finding ways to win. And it's like, yeah, but you don't need to find a way to win against Oakland because you're playing Oakland. Um, 44 and 99. We shouldn't have to be worrying about this. <laughs> no, no. And that's the thing, right? Like, um, but I got to say, you know, like some surprising names you know, like that, that you would not have expected to be coming up in September baseball, Ernie Clement, Horowitz, BG. Like, these are not the guys that you want to be carrying your team, but it's so nice that when everybody else is a little down, that you've got them. Then, you know, you, you, you fast forward into uh, a little later in the week and Springer starts coming on, Bo gets back and he's hitting like, it's like, okay, finally. We're seeing what we need to see. And and that's what excites me, you know, coming in. Sorry, I've like just flown right through those two series. And that's what excites me coming into Texas, right? Like, well, with Texas coming into town is the guys are starting to click. You know, we're starting to, to string together some hits. We're starting to, to you know, get some hits with, uh, with runners on, which has just been such a difficult thing all year, runners in scoring position. So, uh so yeah, I, I'm I'm pleased with you know eight and two over the last ten. Um, would have been better at nine and one. I mean, you know, it's it's hard to say that, right? Because like, <laughs> that's it. It's like that little bit more. We could have put a little extra sauce on the hot dog. It would have been all set. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nicely, nicely. Um, yeah, but. Uh, Jody, how about you? Before I get to Jason, who here will always go into 900 pounds of uh, extra stats for our series. <laughs> but... I, it's, it's the same, and, and, and I don't know if it's a Toronto sports thing, but it, 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 they always seem, our, our, our local teams seem to play down to the competition as opposed to playing up uh, to what they're capable of. And uh, it, it, it's it, like you said, it's the most frustrating. The, the games I get most excited about are the ones I, I want to watch a win like anyone else. You're investing the time, you're investing the, the energy and cheering and 
and so you want to see the wins and and uh when uh you know when you see these uh, just nothing happening in so many of these games uh it, it it's such uh so disappointing so when you um yeah it's not even that they're winning these like again and i'm not speaking specifically to oakland here but but just when they're they're not winning them they're 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 fighting through to win these ones and and it's just so uh, you know, I don't think my nails can take it through uh, uh, through this. They should be uh, runaways on on yeah. something. <laughs> right. So well, on that, that point, Jason. Oh God. Oh, I was just gonna say the thing I hate about the fighting, like the, the having to fight for the wins. Obviously, not the the last two days, um, but you're just putting so much more strain on your pitchers. Too, yeah. Right. Like yeah. it's it's more stressful innings for your relievers yeah. so yeah and to that point even kevin gossman's come out and said that he, he's you know he's on right on pace to have his most pitched innings season ever right now but to that point it's not just that stress of having that many more innings on his arm this year it's like you said those high, high leverage, leverage mode yep. uh pitching moments and whatnot jason um what are you thinking over the last week here and how that kind of played out it was fun to well, see the buffalo boys go continue going yeah, off so in, uh, now, Oakland. <laughs> why has why has no one deemed these guys the buffalo club like is this not just sitting yeah. there be like i mean that's the if you drink with your left hand thing right or something like that <laughs> right so they should be the buffalo club let's just start with that so here's a couple of things that i noticed and and I'm guilty of watching a lot of baseball lately. I'm fortunate enough to be on the West Coast, so I get to see a lot of stuff because it happens in the you know in the early part of the day. So when I finish working, if I'm making dinner, if we're just about the house, there's baseball on seemingly all the time. So you guys were just mentioning the A's. There's a couple of other teams that are are you know sort of in that same sort of they haven't done well, but I've I've seen a number of their games being on the West Coast. They're a much better team than they show. Um, they are hard. They're hard to play against. They're, 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 they they work hard. They never stop. They can be, even in that 7-1 game, they were still trying to scrap to get runs. And, I mean, I got to give them a little credit. Then, I mean, I don't want to jump forward too much, but you go to Kansas City and they're awful. Holy God, are they terrible. And you've got Bobby Witt just rotting there at shortstop. And, I mean, that guy is, I mean, he's unbelievable. It really is. He's offensively. He has to be close to the best player in the majors right now. He's outrageous how good that dude is. And, I mean, the whole thing with the way the Jays played and, to, you know, to your point about talking about the pitchers, I feel like some of the pitchers have got themselves into that position. I feel like missing good – like, they're trying to be too precise in some in some situations. I think Gosman is, is definitely guilty of that, trying to paint corners, paint lines, when sometimes you can just go upstairs and blow one by the guy like – it was it was interesting to watch yesterday because they they were throwing a lot of off speed stuff and a lot of stuff with big spin and they're coming nowhere near it and I'm like okay well why even throw, bother throwing a fastball these guys can't touch anything you're throwing with spin so just keep doing it and there's a couple of strikeouts where it was two curveballs or cutters or sliders in a row and you don't see that too often because I mean a good hitter should be able to time up the second one and hammer it but like I said these guys are so bad that it's they're just they're not even they're not even there for it so to kansas city's credit i mean i can't believe salvador perez is still playing good lord but um how old is that guy 58 he, he like, looks I, huge well, when he's at the plate he looks huge when he's at he's the plate catching but still that's the he's thing huge. that blows when he's behind the plate he looked at yeah, i couldn't believe it was him 
I'm 51 and I feel like he had already played six or seven years when I was like 12. Um, anyways, but you know, overall, I think the, the 10 in the last 15, eight and two in the last 10, everything's trending the right way. And we're going right into the sort of teeth of the lion coming up here. And I feel like some of these scrappy wins, like that six, five um, extra innings win, although I didn't love the way it looked, it didn't look great on paper, but about, but you know, if that's the raise in two weeks, then you want that kind of fight. You want, yeah. you know, guys yep. going out there and, and leaving it all out on the line and 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 really showing. And, and I, that's what I've seen from the Jays for the last couple of weeks is they're coming together at the right time. They seem to really, really, really enjoy being with each other, which is great. And then they've completely brought these Buffalo guys right in. Like, I mean, you don't see anybody big time in anybody. You see guys messing with guys and when that's happening, even if you lose a few, when you have that level of fun and that level of excitement, you're going to win games. You're going to, you know, you're going to see results. And my hope is, is that they can finally put the pedal down and, you know, maybe do it, get another five, five and six here, or six and seven here or something like that. I think they could do that. And then they're right as rain. They're just, they're pumping it, pumping into, into October. And I can't get, I, I can't watch that Kevin Kiermeyer video more when he does the three weeks thing. So rad, like yeah. so rad. And then he's like, hit me with a bucket. Like, I mean, I know you were going to do yeah. it, Lottie, but just hit yeah. me with it now. And, uh, you know, for Funny a guy. Because I thought he was actually trying to play it off so he could piss Laddie off just a little bit by, like, you know, doing a quick interview and then just ducking and, off. And of Ryan, Ryan, <laughs> you and Jody may not know this, but there's a certain fourth person in this conversation right now that we're having that wasn't the biggest Kevin Kiermeyer fan not too long ago. So... That being said, <laughs> you know, I, I'm happy to see Kiermaier performing. I'm happy to see, I, you mentioned George Springer. Holy, the guy's on fire right now. The, the yep. baseball must look like a beach ball coming in. And he's smiling and running bases. And um, I love it. Love it. Well, Baseball's that, so rad right now. That was the thing I was so concerned about um, in the offseason, right? Like when they traded away Guriel and Hernandez is, you know, they, they had that barrio. They, they, like, you know, they had so much fun now. I did love, you know, the, okay, let's move a little more to professional, still have some fun, but yeah. they've really seemed to hit their stride over this past week. I feel like with, with getting the balance of those two things and you're absolutely right, Jason, like if, if, if they can keep scrapping together, those wins, you know, play in the Rays and, you know, come together, get those hits when they need to get, get those, uh, the, the, the plays when they need it. That's what you want. Um, Salvador Perez is 33. What? Seriously. What's he been playing since he was six? He looks 112. Basically. <laughs> I was like, I, I looked it up. I I, I was certain he was going to be past mid-30s. 35, at least. He was, and, he uh, was drafted point, oh. just after stubby clap. <laughs> <laughs> so can I put this out there, though? Because honestly his bat is still going to keep him employed in major league baseball for a long time. It, yep. You know, I don't, he, I, I think in the, if he's really that old, you know, what's it, what's the difference if he plays catcher for one more year, two more years, mentors, the next catcher on whatever team he's playing on. If it's not the Kansas city, they had him playing first base too. I was going to say they've, Correct. they've moved him up to first base, sort of like, you know, San Francisco did with Buster Posey back in the day, yep. you yep. know, just keep that bat in the lineup, keep him going. Yeah. Universal DH now. 
He's got yep. a job. You know what I mean? You know, it's he's going to be somebody like you know, how the Blue Jays, the worst case scenario, this is probably the end of his career, becomes like the Kendris Morales that just runs into 20 home yep. runs a year or whatever it is, you yep. know, at that yep. point. So you never know. So, it's some. It's a perfect situation for Salvador Perez to be able to be in. Yeah. Um, I got the Blue Jays I actually have the bases loaded with George Springer right yeah. now. In-game update. Bases <laughs> loaded, two out, Springer at the dish. I'll let you know if anything happens. Oh. All right. Well, when doing. he flips a desk over and starts running around his living room, you know, you'll know what happened. <laughs> so, uh, I have a question um, for you guys. So just back to the pitching, like uh, we talked about how they like to move around uh, and, and, and sort of paint the, the, uh, the batter's box or the, uh, the strike, uh, uh, strike zone. Strike zone. So yep. What um, I, I keep looking at it from the perspective of you've got an excellent defensive team. Why Why not try to pitch more and put the ball in play? Throw the strikes because you have more options. If, if, they, if, if it's a swing and miss, you got the uh, strike. If it's a swing and hit uh, with the great defense, you, you know, we've got a better chance of, of, of keeping the outs going. Or, or Am I missing something here? No, but Jody, guys- it's, it's so interesting that you would say that. So I coach, uh, I coach Little League uh, at a pretty high level. Um, and one of the things that we're constantly trying to get the kids to do is pitch to contact. Um, there's very few kids are going to hit it out. And those kids, you know, to sort of dance around, but the majority of the kids are not going to hit the ball out and hit a home run. So one of the things that I've noticed is uh, Barrios is a very good pitch to contact pitcher. He likes to throw the ball in the zone. And what Kikuchi's done is Kikuchi is a pitch to contact pitcher, but he's so good right now. They're not touching him. So Where I was talking about where where it's throw another cutter, throw another cutter, throw another cutter. Why not? They can't touch it. Like it's coming off the plate six inches. They're already swinging before it's two feet away. So yeah. you're you're completely right. And uh, I mean, I think that that one of the things that Major League Baseball doesn't do very well on whole is trust their defense. I mean, they're paying you know they're paying guys to, to a lot of money to play their positional, and they're all good. There's nobody that's bad. You know, like I know I was ripping on the Royals. They're good. They're, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're all better than me. Yes. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. You know, they're 1% of all best baseball players in the world, right? right. Is what makes yeah. it the Major League Baseball. <laughs> Case in point, didn't make it out of college. <laughs> so, I didn't make it out um, of T ball, and my dad traded me. <laughs> for a bag of balls in a case of beer, right? Yeah, like yeah. freaking uh, Walter Math out in Bad News Bears or something. <laughs> so, good stuff. But um, What's the update, Jason? What happened? Uh, Springer hit a single up the middle, scored Biggio from third, and then uh, I don't know who it was up. Uh, Bichette, uh, Bichette, Bichette, somebody before Bichette that. hit a long, yeah. a long there was. Uh, out to center field. Two to one lead, two to one, two one. And James. Anyone else on second, and it would have been three to one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Kirky <laughs> almost they, they were waving Kirky around. He was. It looked like he was going to go, but that ball just wasn't hit far enough into center field. No. Um, yeah. I don't know if Varsho Kirk- or anybody's making that one. You don't think yeah. so? Kirky no. opened up the scoring, though. He was the one that drove in Schneider right before that. Yes, so. he did. That's good. <laughs> oh, there you go. There's some, some guys in Bill's unis. <laughs> Yeah, well, they were um, retweeting uh, on the Blue Jays account today and the Buffalo Bisons account. Josh Allen came up to not only, you know, does the stuff with a home run derby and everything with Micah Hyde at the uh, Buffalo Bisons uh, arena for, uh, you know, charitable uh, charitable events. He came up and did batting practice with the Blue Jays one day, too. So they yeah. got that all over the Twitter account right now, too. Yep. So that's well good. Stuff. That is gone. See you um, later, baseball. Ugh, no funds. That was um, crushed. Good gravy. Hmm. Oh, well. <laughs> Two-two. 
So you're, I, clearly, I wanted clearly to make your feet a little ahead of mine because uh, I. <laughs> <laughs> 406 good dream. <laughs> talking in there so i wanted to mention what you mentioned about the blue jays having fun i want to dive into that a little bit as i actually got an interesting piece of this from um being at the uh walk-off podcast slash lo- lo- lockdown podcast yesterday i know jason you watched some tidbits of that because jay jackson and davis schneider ended up attending as a uh, special guest to that show and it was brought up with the fan q a that they did during the show what is the locker room like these days? Because I think, Ryan, you were the one that mentioned it a moment ago with not having the goofballs of Loris Gurriel and uh, Oscar Hernandez. Everybody's kind of sees some of it, but that, that's one of the best things that we've always gotten as Blue Jays fans, especially over the last you know, couple of decades or whatnot with media where it's went. They've always been giving us a nice little look of what's going on in a ball club and whatnot. And mm-hmm. even if it's just back in the day, the stir of the pots and yeah. drinking it and all that kind of stuff, we get those things in a broadcast where a lot of teams don't get that stuff. Um, David Schneider actually went out of his way to drop a few names that said, these guys actually, when I showed up the first day, they met me at the entrance and walked me in, showed me all around. And it's not like what I would have assumed Major League Baseball would have been with, like with the next guy up kind of thing going on. But I think this speaks to the team that is the current Toronto Blue Jays. Um, not only did Matt Chapman meet him, um, he said that uh, Kevin Kiermeyer was there and Brandon Belt, the three of them, met really? him right where he came into the Rogers Center for the first time and showed him everything he needed to know. And I'm guessing they showed him pretty well, seeing he's been basically MVP <laughs> or Babe Schneider or whatever. I think yes. Brandon Belt's been calling him at this point. Um, I just thought that was the coolest thing. And then that obviously Jay Jackson was goofing around with talking about what goes on in the bullpen. And the, his key word was random. That's all he said. You don't know what's going on. It's just random. <laughs> so. Uh, but I, I think that was the point that that fun is still happening, regardless of the fact that we don't have the home run jacket and some of these things that we have grown accustomed to. But I don't know what your guys' thoughts are on that whole thing. But I am, there's just enough, it seems like, going on there on that point. Well, no, I mean, you, you got to have that, right? You got to have team chemistry. Like, they, <laughs> there's there, there's nothing that can replace it. Um, and it doesn't surprise me to hear that Kiermeyer's there. You know, I'm not going to lie. I was not a huge Kiermaier fan because he was on the Rays <laughs> constantly making these spectacular catches against us. Um, and then I got yeah, it. I was holding know, the grudge personally over the whole stealing of the notes thing. And yep. And then and he gets hurt every five minutes. I, I was like, okay, great, fine. If you want yeah. to sign Kevin Kiermaier, fine. But I was waiting for that. Like, where's the next move? Where's yep. the next move? I, you, you were expecting him to be MVP Kevin Kiermaier. Like he, has been for the best ninth hole player in baseball, but I, I was that wasn't going to happen perfectly. This is the, the best story you could humanly have with Kevin Kiermaier. I'm so happy to be wrong on that, right? Like, yeah, and, yeah. And I, gotta I say, agree. Jody I learned up that a million times on this show. <laughs> Jody and I were at, I think it was the, it was the home opener of the second game. We we did go to both, and he made that leaping catch on the yeah. new center field wall, and I mean, instantly, every Toronto fan forgot about the note they forgot about all the plays he'd made against them mm-hmm. and we're in love with Kiermaier always yep. right with the world <laughs> yep. I, I'm just hoping that we have enough pull with this podcast by the end of this season when Kiermaier is you know sort of in the MVP talk potentially for the whole year that someone 
can get Craig a, a Kiermaier jersey to hang up behind him or, you know, wear on off days or whatever. But, uh, yeah. you know, being still- seeing that I was at the game with our other host, Ken, uh, Ken Alfred, who's usually with us every Monday night, but he had some uh, Little League he had to attend to this evening, too. Um, I was surprised that when I met him with the ticket yesterday, he wasn't already there waiting with one. I'm, I'm shocked. <laughs> like, even if it was a jersey, it would have been perfectly yeah. fine and acceptable. It's goofball <laughs> level. Uh, meanwhile, kind of like you guys were talking about with the hot dog you, Jay, uh, ones, I keep, Jason, I keep forgetting to mention you this one. I was going to get some jersey ones printed up with us. I had Jaybird watching in the nameplate and then had double zeros, and I'm going to put googly eyes in the zeros. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, I'm in. So just to make it fun. But no, I, I was very, very happy to hear from those two gentlemen last night that there is that level of shenanigans because you can't take baseball too serious. It's a game of failure. It's a game of just a lot of sitting around waiting for something to happen. It, it's not instant clicks, right? You know, even with the new timing and everything. And by the way, that was fun talk last night too about the rules and who likes them and doesn't between those two. <laughs> so I highly recommend listening to that and going to watch that on YouTube with the J, uh, the walk off podcast. So you can get that information, but um, it, it, they need that. And I just was glad that in lieu of having the home run Jack and everything, they have all found something. I love the like weird little super Mario punch thing that everybody's doing now and yep. all that kind of good stuff. So it's back in business, I think from that Avenue from the blue Jays. So Jason, we're going to go back around the horn here and talk Kansas city before we get to the point where we can start wrapping up here and yep. eventually getting me to hopefully watch the bills beat the living heck out of the jets. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Jason, Kansas city Royals yesterday was probably one of the weirdest ways to watch Watch a lead change I've ever seen in my life. And there's only one other person I can humanly think of that has ever seen any kind of meltdown like that. Um, you were talking a complete other sport earlier, but that inning, Cole Reagan was or um Joe Reagan was running with everything, right? And he was just unstoppable. He was mowing everybody down. AL MVP pitcher of the month level for last month. And the Blue Jays couldn't touch him. All of a sudden, a couple things happen in the favor of the Blue Jays. A couple walks, and then literally the hamster falls off the wheel and is left for dead, it seemed like, at that point. Walk us through what's going on at that point, Jason. Well, I think that, you know, and it's funny because one of the things that I saw just previous to the series starting was that inning with, in the playoffs with the Rangers when they just forgot to play how to play baseball for a, an inning and a half, basically. And I mean, the wild pitches aside, I mean, the second one, I, I, I don't even know how to explain that. Like that's, that's 15 feet wide and, you know, and, and just not even a baseball play, but it, last time I saw a ball that far out of the strike zone, 50 Vaughn threw it. it. Yes. <laughs> Ricky Vaughn threw it. Uh. Sounded fast. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's one of those things and, and baseball can be, it, baseball is no different than, than any other sport. The big thing with baseball is, is that it gives you an opportunity to, to usually get that back where, you know, in hockey, if you give up three quick or two quick or four quick or something weird happens, or you tip one into your own net, it's the same with football. Like I, I was watching that, uh, that, um, the Cowboys, uh, um, who did they destroy yesterday? Oh, the Giants. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. I mean, the Giants looked like they were playing lacrosse, and the and the, yeah. the Cowboys were playing football. I mean, it was so bad. But, I mean, the Giants aren't going to lose every game, and, and they managed to really lay an egg there. So that's all I can explain that one, too. I mean, I feel like the, I feel like the series was good. I feel like the Jays played really well. 
Um, I effectively, I thought they hit with runners in scoring position way better. And even when the runners weren't in scoring position, they were having smart at bats to advance runners. So they were getting guys into scoring position. Uh, how about Espinal that bunt yesterday? Like, what was that? A suicide squeeze? And what was the other? There was something else weird in that inning, too. Not to but, mention, what was the last time the Blue Jays actually did a suicide squeeze? Oh, hit and run. It was a hit and run and then <laughs> yeah. a suicide squeeze. It was, yeah. I mean, it's, it's that hit it's, and run was pretty. Like, oh, I, so I nice. rewinded just to see how they pulled the, the second baseman in and just uh, and hit. Because if you, you I, I was trying to explain to my, uh, my niece, I, I, I pull it back. I'm like, the way this uh, analytics works now, it, it, the second base was perfectly positioned for that hit. And if it wasn't for the hit and run, he would have been, it would have been double play. Yep. Right. And the inning. Yep. And it was perfect because, oh my God, he, he was so handcuffed. There was no way in hell he was getting back for that ball. No. Um, so, and then, so now you get all this going on and eventually, and I think, and I don't know if you all saw it, but like, cause I don't know what they showed on the broadcast because I was in the uh, ballpark yesterday to watch it. Um, Reagan actually fell right before all the wildness going on. And you could see that he was, you know, I didn't know it looked like it was a, a little dribble, of a pass ball. It got away, but didn't really advance any runners or anything like that. But he was, it looked like Perez was going to rifle the ball through and he like went to go duck and then fell. Yeah. Yeah. Flat, it, was, right? um, it was really kind of awkward. I leaned over to Ken in this and I'm like, I hope that's just enough to throw him off his game. Oh, it was. I don't. I couldn't have been more right. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and three wild pitches leads to two runs, ties the game up. Blue Jays tied two two. Then that inning, yeah. and then Kevin Kiermaier comes up the next inning, hits a home run, and everything fell into place. But yeah. so no, it was something uh, else. Although like Jordan a... Romano still with his overworkedness made it interesting in the last. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm stressful. at the point now where I think where when Romano comes in, you have to have a multi a multi run lead. Like he's, I'm I'm convinced he's giving up one to two every time he comes in right now. It, it's weird how I think he dials it up, and Jay Jackson was talking about that a little bit yesterday. But it's you know, are you too comfortable with having that big of a cushion? You come in, you don't get amped up as much to run with it, and then because he was lights out on Friday night, right? That they were ahead by one run, he came in in the eighth. Yeah, so. It's it's what you get psyched up for at that point, right? But um, I'm starting to get a little. I'm going to make a wonderful Blue Jays reference here that um, Jordan Romano, as good as he's been, he's starting to remind me a little bit too much of Jason Frazier as a closer. <laughs> Great Blue Jay closer, but he made it a freaking show. It's scary <laughs> every damn time. Scary. So yeah, well, and so, that's the thing, right? Is 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 you you look at it and it's like yeah. No runs yesterday, great, but that's not the inning that you wanted, like no, by no. any means. But it worked out. Back yes. on desk, they'll keep yeah. working. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, take the wins. Guys, I'll take the wins, however they come. Yeah, yeah. W's exactly. and W's and, and W's. The more W's, the better. As we are currently, if the season happened to end today, we are actually sitting currently in the second wild card spot. So, guys, we're not going to probably catch the Tampa Bay Rays, who are currently eight and a half, or seven and a half games up from us. Um, the Seattle Mariners haven't went away. They're only a game behind us in the third wild card spot. Texas, who we are playing today, which is the reason the Blue Jays are currently in the driver's seat for their own destiny over the next three games um, or four games. So, and then Boston, as much as I don't want to say it, they're not dead yet. <laughs> <laughs> and they're playing us. 
Um, so they're they're six games back. It's not easy for them, but um, you know, that weirder shit has happened, and we still have to play more games at Fenway, <laughs> which always scares. Um, so what are you guys thinking as far as the, the the last week it was as far as standouts, performances, or anything like that, or anything that was a big key thing for you to see go right? Uh, for me, it was Springer and Bichette, right? Just well just seeing, seeing the two of those guys, Springer, two home runs, was it Saturday, I think it was? Yeah, and, and you know, Bichette just coming in there, um, Barrios as well. I, I gotta say, I I loved the trade. A couple of bad pitches. That's it. Yeah. I loved the trade pitches. when they made it. Um, I was there for his first start in Toronto. Um, last year happened, <laughs> and it was like, oh no, like what is happening? Because I loved the extension as well, right? That they gave him before last season, and then all of a sudden, it's like he forgot how to pitch. Yeah. And I got to say this year, I've, I've been a lot more confident. And so, you know, seeing even, even though it is the Royals um, and the Royals suck, uh, like we said, they're, they're all still professional baseball players. Yeah, so, correct. Um, but, you know, seeing him go out there and go seven strong, you know, had a little bit of, of uh, difficulty in the sixth, but then came back. I, I got to say, like, I, I'm, I'm pleased. Th- those three, for me, are the big ones over this past weekend. There you go. Jody, got any? Or Jason, uh, which one do you want to run with that? I'm thinking <laughs> of shaving my beard because I got to get my mustache going. Like, just, I I, I, I don't want to be, like, uh, jumping on here. But uh, I, I don't know. Is David Schneider the Munanori Kawasaki of this team? Is he the one that's bringing them all together again? I don't know. I just, I can't. At a minimum, there's a spark there, man. That's the big just, thing, right? Every <laughs> time he comes up, you just, you're, you're now expecting something to happen. And I, I just, uh, he makes it look so simple. And I, and I want to believe again, maybe you guys have some insights, but I want to believe that it's, uh, um, having its effect in the, in the clubhouse that, that they're, they're seeing just the way he's come in from what he was doing in, in Buffalo and, and just carrying it through and, and, uh, I want to keep seeing you know that guy just rock it out. That's that's yeah. I, I don't I know, Jody. His his OPS has dropped to a meager one point three one nine. Well, I saw he was under four hundred. I was getting disappointed. Yeah, yeah. What's going on? My mom was he's like, hitting like so four ninety with runners in scoring position too. So I mean, yeah. it's always that. Um, yeah, so when I, I went up to the game yesterday, I, I dragged my mom along as I haven't went on a road trip with her in a million years. And I'm like, hey, come on. I'm going up for the day. I'm bowling by myself. Just, you know, Give me somebody to hang out with in th- the car for three hours, right? <laughs> She's looking at the numbers on the Jumbotron in center field before the heck uh, before, and it's showing the OPS is not batting average. And he goes, how the hell does he have an OPS of one point something? What the hell video game is this? <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, and I'm like, yep, that's it. I think I created that character once. Yeah. <laughs> but just seeing the three of them, like the, just seeing, like you said, the Buffalo Brigade, the guy, the guys that have come up. Um, I, I think one of the things as a fan I've been worried about is, is what's our minor leagues looking like? Like, do we have anybody on the farm? Do we have stuff coming and ready? Uh, I felt that we might be a bit thin. Turns out maybe we weren't, you know, it's, uh, it's nice to see what we've got uh, coming up. Yeah, you just thought we the were thin unsung- as the twelve hot dogs. Wow, yeah. everybody seems a little thinner <laughs> than me. I don't know. Uh, I agree with you on Schneider. I mean, I think that's a I've been a huge thing. My my takeaway was Chad Green. Um, Chad oh, Green. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chad Green. I mean, 
solid, solid. And, and, you know, for, for, for a guy who, who I, I, I don't know why I want to cheer for him so bad, but I do. And I agree with you on Schneider. I think Schneider, I, I think the biggest thing with Schneider is at the start when things were just so electric, everyone expected something to happen, just like you were saying. And I feel like people have just realized now that this is just him. He, he yeah. shows up at the park. He's a gamer. He's going to give you everything he's got for the whole entire game. And if you stick to your stuff and don't try and change yourself, don't try and reinvent yourself. If you just hit the ball hard, good things will happen. And um, I mean, I, I, you can't say enough about the guy, but yeah, Chad Green was my was my very refreshing. We need a sponsor, like a gum sponsor or something. It'd be our refreshing <laughs> player of the week. Commercial going on here. Scope, my, <laughs> my scope, refreshing player of the week. <laughs> the, the only other thing I think of Schneider too is that when you when you see him, even when he has a bad plate appearance, you don't see that uh, poutiness. You don't see that. You know, um, like it's it's the professionalism of just yep, okay, they got me, and and you can see it, it feels like he's calculating the next at bat already. Yep, it's because he no, is, and I think a lot of that he reminds me actually of the way the approach he, you know, you get, you get not to the point of where he gets as frustrated at clearly, but he reminds me of the same gamer level as Bo was shot. It's yes. that same mantra that I'm going to find a way to contribute yeah. to this team, yeah. and yeah. I after meeting him last night, I'm definitely a firm believer of that. <laughs> so, um, but anyways, on that note, I want to put one out here for you guys too, and I this I'm calling out the fact that I am fully seeing the St. Louis Cardinals trade pay off hundred percent in Genesis Cabrera and Jordan Hicks. Those two guys oh, over the last Hicks, week yeah. have really, really dialed it up. And uh, we got to see that over the week here. And uh, it's, it's nice to see that. Okay, great. We have everything going on well with the starting pitching. And then we have that running through the bullpen. Now, the fact that Jay Jackson has been doing as well as he has been. And the fact that we had to drop him down to the minor leagues today, just shows how good this bullpen is currently running because right now, who do you sacrifice? And honestly, I would have loved to see Jay Jackson. I've loved everything he has done this season. I think he deserves to be on this team, but yeah, um, the, right now, the guy that if you're going to talk about anybody that might be on the bubble other than him is either Bowden Francis or Trevor Richards. And Trevor Richards was having a great year until yep. he got hurt. Yeah, yep. <laughs> he hasn't found it since. I think that's coming back too, but I don't know if He's I can the take Bowden that, Francis out of here either. Well, he Richards is the reason that the Jays, you know, kept going through yeah. all of Manoa's stuff and before Ryu was back because yep. he was Correct. coming out as that opener and. Pitching like you don't expect Trevor Richards to pitch. Yeah, 100%. Nasty. I give him that 100%, yep. but I'm wondering if we burned him out from all that inning. And, it, and you know, is it is it worth letting him go down for another week and get things dialed back up here or whatever it might be? But you guys, yep. you look at the stat, you know, the roster right now. And like I said, if the playoffs start today, you don't need Bowden Francis. And I would be bringing Jay Jackson back up because you're not going to worry about having a lawn man in the bullpen for a playoff roster. You're going to want somebody that can go out there and throw darts and get people out. And Jay Jackson's been there, done that. He's yep, a veteran yeah. and he's also yeah. having a great season. And so <laughs> I agree. There's that. Call, Frank. So that's my piece to it. But okay. Um, I'm going to give you guys your shameless self promoting bit right now. Before we go into picks to click, because I got to think of how we're doing this with Ken not here for a minute, but I think I got the idea. <laughs> so tell the Blue Jays fans before we uh, get you guys in our pick to click 
uh, roulette here at the end of the game. <laughs> what do we got, Randy? We got anything to, to shamelessly plug? Uh, you know, we're we're uh, follow us on the find you tomorrow blog. night. <laughs> well, you can come on out, say hi. We're we're uh, we're we'll be on the Schneider's porch uh, for uh, this game and uh, the 26th as well. So uh, definitely, we want to see uh, those records broken uh, for uh, most most people. We're not in competition with anyone out there. Like, there's a lot of people who are like, "Oh, they're copying what," and we're like, "No, no." Like, there there was the first night we got recognized with this. There was people that were also wearing hot dog suits. We don't even know who they were. They just didn't happen to make it on TV. We're just happy to see people having a lot of fun with it. And uh, and literally, uh, you you mentioned some some nicknames for uh, 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 eating hot dogs and all that. When we when we were doing this uh people are coming up like what's your socials what's your we're like we don't like, I'm, a, I'm a 50 year old man in a hot dog so i don't have socials what do you like i just this is this is all this is like we didn't think for a <laughs> uh so now that we finally set everything up we've got looney dog kings one dog two kings uh feel free uh, to follow us uh we're uh we try to engage in there as much as we can and just share with the fans we just uh it's been a great way to to just meet new people and and uh and if they're going to be shameless in anything, we're just we're we're shamefully having fun, uh, and it's uh, and 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 we hope we're uh, sharing that with others. Yep. Awesome. Stop by, take go. a picture, say hi, whatever. We 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 love interacting with people, and and meeting fans. I think we ha- had a record last time. You know, we met them from all across Canada, but last time we were chatting with some uh, fans from Denmark after yeah. the game. So yeah. nice. Yeah, that's a little bit out of the way. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit of a trip. Yeah, yeah, we have uh, some friends through this show and the that run some Twitter's accounts and uh, clubs and stuff for Blue Jays fandom in the UK and France, but I yeah. have not reached anybody as far as Denmark, as far as I'm aware either. <laughs> so I guess I'll have to deep dive into my analytics, Ryan, and see if there's somebody that's been uh, listening go. in for uh, from Denmark or not. Well, so, it's the part that anyways. always surprises us, Craig, when somebody comes out and says, "You know, I was out, I'm here from Vancouver, I'm here from Nova Scotia. We saw you on the TV. We had to get a picture." And uh, always happy to share the experience. We just think it's uh, it's so much fun, and and uh, Blue Jays fans are really the best. Yep, best fans in baseball. Totally agree. And I just wanted to, do, so, uh, I, I just wanted to make mention to some good friends of ours, and uh, her dad has been uh, listening to the cast from the the day that I started on the cast. So Lance, how's it going, buddy? Uh, thanks for for being a part of this, and um, I hope you enjoy that. He's gonna. I, he'll go nuts for that it's awesome <laughs> there you go so good deal so um i just like i said i i think i got this figured out so we on this show we do picks to click every week and it's less trying to guess who the best performer in toronto blue jays baseball will be before our next recording which will be monday at seven o'clock eastern time and right now last week was um a little all over the place and i'm gonna use our hot dog kings here as the uh tie-breaking votes here between the guest spots and whatnot from the last week. I'm not going to tell you who these picks were, but if you two gentlemen could come to some kind of consensus on who they might be the victor, I will make sure I put a tally up on our scoreboard here between the three of us on the show and our guest spot. So we had Ernie Clement, Alejandro Kirk, Dalton Varsho, and Vladdy. Mm. All right, so it's Ryan, I know you're going to have guys. some... You're going to have some rationale behind yours, but I came away from last week really impressed with uh, where Kirk is starting to find uh, some groove back. I, I felt uh, uh, he may have been, if I wasn't picking Schneider, he may have been my my guy. I don't think he's done enough, but he, there was a corner seemed to be turning. Even tonight, I've seen he's he's had a couple of hits, I think, and uh, or at least uh, uh, you know we, we driving in uh, Schneider. 
earlier. I, I, I think he's, uh, so if I was making my vote, I don't know if I'm convincing Ryan on this. I can be convinced otherwise. Uh, what do you say? So it was Clement, Varsho, Kirk, and Vladdy. And Vladdy. All right. Um, well, definitely dropping Varsho and Vladdy out immediately. Uh, but I, <laughs> I was leaning Clement. Um, yeah. Just because, I mean, you know, filling in for for Bo, <laughs> you know, is, is is never an easy thing. Stepping in on that infield, you know, you got you got Bo, you've got you know Wit, who's been playing a lot of second. You've got Chapman. Like filling those shoes is not an easy task, and I mean, he helped to carry this team. So that's where I would go. So. I'm I, I could be swayed to Clement. He was he was my second. So okay. so there you go. So I'm gonna say Jason. I finally won a week. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> we were both wrong, I, Ryan. I didn't want to. Yeah. I didn't want to. Well, I, my guy was terrible. So let's not even talk about that. So uh, <laughs> who'd you pick, Jason? I had Varsho. Uh, yeah, yeah. He was the first one point? I dropped off. <laughs> yeah. Bad. So Real and bad. unfortunately, Jason, he had some good points the last week, but it wasn't a t- it yeah. wasn't extended. Would be the catch. So he definitely made his way on the highlight reel last week. But so definitely. All right. So we're gonna do hot dog one, hot dog two here. And uh Ryan, we'll let you pick first. I'm gonna let you pick for Ken this week. So (laughs) for this you would like to tell me who you think the best Blue Jays performer is going to be before next Monday. I'm going with Merrifield. There it is, two hit win. <laughs> All right, Jody, you're the other guest filling in for the guest spot. Who do you think? There we go. Well, I, I think uh, I think uh, Springer has started to uh, find the spring back in his step. I think this week he's just going to carry it over. The momentum has started, and he's uh, he's going to keep driving it home. A couple more Springer dingers all week long, and uh, he yeah. wants to put those Texas teams under. That's a great pick. Yeah, I almost went with Springer. We're at his favorite time of the year, too, where Captain Clutch comes through, not just the normal everyday Springer. Jason, who's your pick for this week? I am going to go off the the, uh, map a little bit here, and I am going to take Brandon Belt. Ooh. Going back to double B. Going back to double B. (laughs) High risk, high reward. That's great. Yeah. So I get to mention this. And it's great because I don't care. yeah, <laughs> you're that far out oh, of this. On. You and I. Are Neither do I because my pick's place. not even for the guest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Ken. So, oh, you. Oh, that's um, right. We should have sandbagged Ken. Ryan, you should have sandbagged yeah. Ken. You should have taken like Rance Holonix <laughs> or uh, like. Um... Can you can you oh, choose John Jason Schneider? Who just got that sent back down? <laughs> yeah, there you yeah, go. Jay Jackson. John Schneider. Yeah, Jay Jackson. <laughs> Uh, so I, I'm glad that I was able to score a win last week with Ernie Clement, who is from literally the next town over from where I live here in Rochester, New York. So nice to see him actually playing in the game yesterday when I happened to be up. Wish I brought a sign that said hello from Rochester or something. <laughs> but on that point, I got to pick somebody here. And I think um, I'm going to go with a wild one here because he hasn't been picked by anybody on my sheet here all season, which I can completely understand. But he's going to be playing a lot of games at third base. And I'm going to give Santiago Espinal a shot. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Santi. <There> <laughs> so 
like I said, I'm going off the board a little bit here, and I'm going to see what happens. But he's going to be playing every day, so I want to see what I can get. So yeah. is there any other topics any of all you would like to talk about before we call this one adjourned for this evening? Good to go? Oh, all right, well, if you guys want to have for playing two seconds, let's go ahead. <laughs> After the show, I'll uh, make sure we can say goodbye appropriately. But on that note, Blue Jays fans, make sure you listen in every week at 7 o'clock Eastern time every Monday evening. We are getting near playoff season. Jason and I have already been laying the seeds for what we want to do outside of that one recording and see what we can get to so we can have some more chances. as everything obviously ramps up for the playoff push here into the what is should be a playoff per because this is 91 team at this point, I think, guys. I don't think there's any uh, real way of not saying that, but we'll see what happens over the next few weeks. And if you want to listen in, and you miss us during the live shows, make sure you come in and comment. Make sure you listen to us on our podcast, and you can get us anywhere you can find your podcasting pleasures for, whereas on Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, any of that kind of good stuff. So we are the official podcast of jaysjournal.com, part of Fansided, and it's that time of the evening, boys, where we do two claps and a Ric Flair. One, two, three. Woo! Let's go, Blue Jays. Blue Jays. And hot dogs. And very much hot dogs. Thank you for listening to the Jaybird Watching Podcast. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch at BirdWatchingGC and our YouTube channel. If you want to support the show and get extra content, please consider joining us to our Patreon at patreon.com slash birdwatchinggc. Go Jays go. Woo!